0: Welcome to Still Buffering, a cross generational guide to the culture
1: that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy.
2: And I'm Taylor Smurl.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I almost forgot to say my name. (laughs) (laughs) You've got like. When we counted counted in to sync our tracks, we went in ascending order of age. And so for some reason, I thought, now we do that again. But that's not our intro. No, it's different. Mm -mm. I'm tired.
2: It's okay. (laughs) I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, everything's changed. Riley's in a different state. We've got mm-hmm. three little screens in front of us instead of two. There's, there's differences going on. It's okay.
1: It's true. You I know, don't have me there to look at to see when to say your name. Yeah. And it's really what's I tell you what's throwing me is that the Skype thing is next to Audacity on my computer. And when I have Audacity in front, it usually like I'm used to my little pop up window of Taylor. Where I can see Taylor, because, Riley, you're here with me. Mm -hmm. But now my little pop-up window is alternating between Taylor and Riley, depending on who's speaking. And I can't see both your faces at the same time. And it's... That was a gnat. I wasn't grabbing the air. And anyway, (laughs) it's very... (laughs) Uh, it's you, all disconcerting all
2: right, we we can't troubleshoot that now but there is a way where you can see both of us at once so we'll we'll, we'll figure that out today you figured out how instagram works maybe tomorrow you figure out how skype works
0: <laughs> i mean i did just fix that problem for myself and all i did was scoop my my audacity screen so it only takes up half my screen and my skype screen that- takes up the other half so now i'm just looking at my whole skype screen not my pop-up bubble
2: I live yeah. fast and loose, and I just have the Skype open, and then I just check Audacity every now and then. Like, you still up and running? All right. Thank you, buddy.
1: That works. <laughs> See, one time I did that, and it was like because the Skype was in front of my Audacity. The Audacity recording was messed up, and it probably no. had nothing to do with the fact that the Skype box was in front of it. No, but absolutely I, not. I linked the two.
2: No, that's not. So you're you're making always, up computer science. Now.
1: I always try to keep is, the Audacity box in front of the Skype box,
2: just that, in case. Okay, that's well, that's that's not how that. All right, well, that's fine. That's you. That's you, fine. you know what? I I respect alternative beliefs uh, today
1: today i'm on a hospital service this week and today the residents are all young and they know cool tech tech things that i don't know and i i said does someone have one of those call phones so i can call i needed to call a patient family and i don't want to use my cell phone and they said well don't you have doximity and i said what's that which apparently is something you can use to call patients and it's like a way to do that with a a hospital number so it's not your personal cell mm. or whatever I'm like no i have no idea what that is or how that works or anything about it and they were like we'll just use this phone and i said okay how do you call out from it and they all looked at me like i was very <laughs> old <laughs> i said just someone finally i ended up handing the phone like someone please help <laughs>
0: I mean, to be fair, you asked how to how to look at Instagram stories today, and we're just scrolling, going, "What's it? Is that a story? What's a story? Is that a post? I don't know what stories are."
1: Sometimes stories start, and I don't know how I started them. And then sometimes on TikTok, I accidentally am watching something live, and I don't know how I started watching it live. (laughs) And then I feel weird because, like, I feel obligated. Like they can see how many people are watching, right?
2: Yes, Mm -hmm. and they can see you specifically if you are watching.
1: Yeah, when you join. so if I dip in and out that quickly it looks like I'm not interested when actually I don't know if I'm interested or not I just didn't want to watch something live because <laughs> there's too much pressure <laughs> so you weren't interested well I'm not interested in watching anything live it's the pressure of them knowing I'm watching and feeling like now I'm in it I have to watch to the end but what if I don't want to you you will feel like maybe hurt by me and I don't want you to feel hurt I just sometimes like I can't watch your whole thing I feel a lot of pressure with the live things. You put a lot of thought into that.
2: I don't... I mean, I never... But you can choose whether or not to click on a live. You know that, right? Like, I don't... I don't... You don't have to. They're not just in your regular feed.
1: I've accidentally done it when I've been trying to, like, find... Like, if it's a several-part thing that comes up just on my For You page. And then I try to click on their little thing so I can go look at part two or whatever. I've accidentally... Gone, it's I've clicked on their live thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I it, think it, if if it's like if they are going live at the same time you're looking at their feed and you click on this certain thing, then it I'm not sure
2: <laughs> I, I think a, a big part of I don't I don't do this. I don't know. maybe a big part of like going live is accepting that some people are gonna come and go as they please, and you don't have to know why. So maybe you just need to like just loose enough about it, you know, they don't they don't have to know why. It would be way weirder if you like sent them a message. Like, here's the thing. I accidentally <laughs> clicked on your live. I did not mean to. I I could not sit through your content because I had things to do, but I wanted you to know that. Like that would be that would be weird. Just clicking away is fine.
0: And it's not personal. It's just the nature of a live broadcast yeah. versus a pre recorded TikTok really is concerning to me so I just can't consume <laughs> live media
1: it's just the pressure I just don't I don't want someone to feel judged by me because I want if they are enjoying creating their content I hope that they continue to do so you know I don't I want, want them to feel
2: <laughs> I like that Sid. like don't get me wrong like you're a very poor person to me and lots of people but the idea that like Sydney McElroy clicked <laughs> away from my live
1: TikTok I will never talk oh. again I- I just mean someone. I just mean
2: like, oh, look, there's a new. Oh, Uh, gone. Sydney McElroy has a need. to my content. I I am digging a hole and I will never emerge. I just mean like someone, you know,
1: like, 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 look, there's another person watching my. Oh, no,
2: they're gone. This is. This is not don't how, okay. Don't worry about it. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't worry about it. Don't
1: worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. Stop worrying. I'm just gonna stick with my pimple popping and weird recipe TikToks.
2: My somehow like I, I followed. I follow very few people on TikTok, but I like TikTok. It's. I understand TikTok is the place that I can just let my brain just go for yeah. like fifteen yeah. minutes at a time. <laughs> but I, I think I I like too many like weird fortune telling TikToks. So now it's just people giving me readings and they're all like you're here for a reason but then everyone is like that and they're all contradictory and i'm like well you can't all be right
0: (laughs) yeah when you start getting too many of those and your algorithm starts getting too comfortable thinking that's all you want to see then it's just like every other video is a different person you know doing a card pull or something for you it's like okay hold on
2: i've tried to like fight against the tide by just like (laughs) typing in every name of an animal every type of animal I know, and just liking videos, so I get more animals on my feed, because I, I like an occasional tarot card reading, but mainly I just want to see a crab wearing a hat, mm-hmm. eating cheese.
1: There, I, somehow my algorithm uh, thinks, and I don't like this, so I don't know how this happened, I get these, like, split screen, it's not the vertical, it's the horizontal split, like on top of each other, duetted videos, or well, not do I guess it's not a duet. I don't know. It's a split screen video and the top part will be a scene from some TV show or movie. Usually it's like House or that Chicago Medicine Show or something like that.
2: Chicago Medicine and- Show. <laughs> <laughs> I know that band. <laughs> they do a really good cover of Wagon Wheel, right?
1: <laughs> They're on the that's on the top, and on the bottom is somebody like like do, making slime or playing with things that squish and break open and turn colors, doing something like that, like one of those asmr kind of thingies on the bottom – and they're always paired like that. And I don't know how I keep getting them, but I get so many of those and I don't have any interest in the thing that's happening on the bottom of the screen. But occasionally the thing that's happening on the top of the screen will be like from an episode of House that I really liked. And then I'll get distracted and be like, God, I loved House. That was such a good show. Look at that. That's man. I love that episode. And then I realize that I have like told the algorithm that I enjoyed this, but I hate the bottom half. And I, I anyway, I don't know how this happened. It sounds like
2: you just want to watch House. You just go watch House, Sid.
1: I could just watch House. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, or Chicago Medicine
0: Show. Our dad usually (laughs) ends up watching the last 10 minutes of like Chicago Fire or Chicago Medicine, whatever, there are several Chicago shows of various emergency departments.
1: Yeah, all of the Chicago first responders have their own show. Yeah. And usually, like, he'll
0: he'll turn back on the news, but right before the news comes on at 11 o'clock, it's the last few minutes of the Chicago show that he gets really invested in. <laughs> but then never watches it again.
1: Mom and Dad keep asking me if I've watched the new Game of Thrones show. And I keep saying, I never watched the old one. <laughs>
2: I don't think I'll trust. Uh, I'm gonna wait until it completely finishes, mm. then decide mm-hmm. if I want to watch it. Because I played that game before. I got deep into the the other one, mm-hmm. the old one, and uh, yeah, we don't need to talk about that.
1: <laughs> uh, but there is a show we need to talk about. Yes, yes. Uh,
2: uh, I I I brought Broad City to the table this week. It's a five season uh, TV show on Comedy Central. Uh, Created by, uh, now, Abby and Alana are also the names of the creators, but they have different last names in the show as in the series, so I always get them confused, but, uh, and it started out actually as a web series, where they just kind of played themselves and did that, and then it got made into the show, um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, Broad City is about two, uh, girls in their 20s trying to make it in New York City, and, uh, I adore it. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Um, I'm curious what, what y- you all thought of it.
1: You know, it's one of those shows that a lot of people had always talked about, but strangely, I had never had, I don't think, any contact with, like, at all. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, but I was very aware of it. I just had never seen any of it, not even on, like, weird TikToks with people making slime on the bottom. <laughs> um <laughs> But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very funny. I did start off watching it with uh, Charlie and Cooper in their room.
2: Oh, no. You No. no. Episode well, one, you can't do that. Literally the first right, bit well, involves a vibrator.
1: <laughs> a, a vibrator and then uh, two people having sex. Oh, like, that's right. In yeah. the same yeah. scene. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, and then I had to turn it off really fast and pick a different episode because Cooper was going, what was happening? Turn that back on. <laughs> Tell me what was happening. And I was like, no, I don't want to talk about any of this yet. You're four. Um, but I really did enjoy it. I thought it was very funny. Uh, I, I'm going to watch more of it, even though I you know, I, I watched oh, some of it for this episode. But I'm going to continue watching it because I enjoyed
2: it. Well, that's what I feel like. I feel like both of you would actually enjoy it. You'd enjoy the humor, enjoy the characters. Uh, Ilana Glazer and Abby Jacobson are the, the, the creator's real names. Uh, but, yeah, it, it I mean... There are a lot of shows about trying to make it in New York and especially like a bunch of, I mean, it, it's kind of unfair. It gets a comparison to like Sex and the City or Girls and mm-hmm. I don't think it's like either of them. I think it's a lot more like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia or maybe Seinfeld, mm-hmm. like in its tone. And it's funny that just because it's all girls, it gets lumped in with this like, oh, it's a bunch of girls category. Like it's it's not. It's, it's, fu- it's very self-aware, which I love mm-hmm like, yeah
1: no i i did not especially not sex in the city i would not have i mean other than obviously women in new york mm-hmm. that 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 is about the end of like i would not have that's all that's in the very, middle of that venn diagram <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i mean I, I don't know maybe maybe that changes as the show goes on no but no <laughs> um i realized that
0: i because i watched i think about the first season i think is is what i've watched um and I kept thinking, like, this seems familiar. I feel like I've seen parts of this before. And I was wondering, like, was it in a TikTok? Was it in YouTube? And I remembered that, Tay, when I came to visit you when I was much younger at one point, you just, like, had it on oh. while you were, like, cooking or something. I don't know. But it was on. And I just remember, like, glancing over every once in a while, like, oh, <laughs> this looks like a, a big kid show. Oh, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this looks like blue. a grown-up show. Um, and I, but I never actually got to watch it. And I don't. I don't think I would have appreciated it, even if I would have been actually paying attention at that point. But now it it, it is much more enjoyable for me to watch.
1: (laughs) How old were you? Probably 13, something
0: like that. 15, maybe.
2: Oh, that makes, oh, like I was home. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because it started uh, in 2014 is when it started. And it went to 2019. Um,
0: Yeah, so I was probably 15 then. That makes Um, sense. Yeah. But I I remember thinking like, this seems like something that I wouldn't tell mom that I was watching. I'm going to watch this later. And obviously (laughs) I didn't have access to my own streaming services at that point. But now I do.
2: Well, it was something that, and uh, both of you have met uh, my, my former roommate, Haley, uh, a good friend of mine, still mm-hmm. good friend, now now lives on the opposite side of the country. But uh, uh, we, w- while we lived together, this was sort of our show, you mm-hmm. know, like it, mm-hmm. we had a, I think had a similar dynamic to our friendship, which is funny because like I'm a weird introvert and yet like Haley was sort of the Abby and I was sort of the. <laughs> <Lana>. <laughs> so it was sort of our show. So I was like, there was one Thanksgiving that uh, Haley came home with us. That I think is what you're thinking of. Where, That's probably came what home I'm with thinking me. of. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, I, it, it, it holds such a special place in my heart. And one thing that I love about it, it is, I mean, it's over, and they they only did the show for that period of time. And part of it was because they didn't want to get. They wanted to be making the show while they were still kind of living that life, and once they felt they were kind of past that point. They didn't want to be like cosplaying as their younger Mm -hmm. selves. So Mm -hmm, it's made by people that are very aware of what they're representing. And then they kind of stopped making it when they didn't feel that represented themselves anymore. So that's, I think, why it felt so like relevant to me and my roommate when we were just two like young people in Brooklyn, like kind of being total messes, but self-aware, like not in like that very self-important way that girls is where it's like, everything is so meaningful and deep it's like no we know we're kind of like garbage humans and we're a little bit like over everything seems bigger than it probably is nothing's that big of a deal we're sort of ridiculous we know this Mm -hmm. we're living a ridiculous life but it's fine we've chosen this like there's that that self-awareness that like i can't relate to a show like girls because it's like it's not you're 22 things are gonna be fine like (laughs) it's gonna be fine
1: (laughs) It's self-awareness without, like, declaring yourself the voice of a generation.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like that, That like, when you're, you know, or mid to early 20s, like, you're a little bit self-involved. If you're if you in a, like, there's a lot of us that have been, and it's good to just kind of be aware of that. Like, yes, this is my time to sort of be selfish and have fun and make mistakes. And it's not... It, it doesn't deserve dramatic background music it's it's fine I, mm-hmm. I like that about this show it's like you, you're you don't hate the characters but you're not supposed to love them either I do love them but you can laugh at them
0: you're gonna think this is a silly comparison but I hope you know where I'm going with it um I've never lived in New York but like I watched friends and would think <laughs> this is I... not what living in New York is like this yes. is not none this is not written by people that are actually living in new york in this age group at this time like it never felt realistic even as someone who never lived there as someone who does live in new york and has for a very long time to me at least broad city seems much more accurate and i don't know if you feel that way cause again i still don't live there but it seems like it's probably a more realistic representation well, you
2: know, it's funny. There was a, I don't know why this ended up. It was on my For You page on TikTok. But there was a clip from Friends of Phoebe. And I think she's she's mocking Monica or Rachel. One of them are complaining about a relationship problem. Mm-hmm. And Phoebe tells a story about like fighting someone on the street for food. Mm-hmm. And this is like, oh, wait, no, that's not the same. Because that's a real problem. And you have <laughs> fake problems. And what I realized in that moment is Friends had one character that is accurate to a lot of new yorkers experiences and that's phoebe
1: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, i've got some wild stuff i have seen things that no one should see i have kind mm-hmm. of a funny like i'm kind of like cool about it because it just happens every day like and they just kind of always played phoebe off as a laugh I'm like that's the real new yorker phoebe's uh-huh. the real one <laughs> Like, yeah. and i think like the world of Broad city is a lot of phoebe's i can see that I- yeah
1: yeah that makes a lot of sense. I I do like that assertion too about Phoebe. I know this is not about friends, but I think that's an interesting <laughs> perspective.
2: No, I mean that's like they never. I wish they leaned into that more. Where like no, she's the one that's actually lived in New York and dealt mm-hmm. with the city, and everybody else is just like a, a somebody with a trust fund. I don't know.
1: <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she drives a taxi for some reason, and she works in a massage parlor, but also she plays weird songs
2: in a coffee shop.
1: Yeah, no, that yeah. That's far more
2: accurate to most people, I know. It's like everybody's got three jobs, w- one of them is maybe profitable, you know you've got a side hustle you've seen yeah you've 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 experienced things that you, you can only tell as a joke because if you told them straight, it would be upsetting,
1: <laughs> except for the sense. apartment, she also had a very nice apartment
2: uh, well you know but who knows? who knows how she got there <laughs>
1: Not not as nice as Monica and Rachel's, but yeah. still nice.
2: But I do I do feel like it is very accurate to, like, like a lot of the the situations that they... they what, I don't know why, of all the episodes. The one where Abby has to go and get a package,
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: that episode... I that one, yeah. Because <laughs> like, all of my packages, if I don't get them, they go to Massmith. I still don't exactly know how to get to Maspeth. That I've tried to look, and I'm like, that package is gone. It's in Maspeth. <laughs> That's shorthand for... It's not coming back your oh your your boyfriend he's in Maspeth he's not coming back <laughs> like, now have you uh, you've never been there no no it's a real place like it's I don't actually think it's that hard to get to but it is hard enough that I'm like no that the package belongs to Maspeth
1: is it on an island like other than the one you live on
2: I mean it, I, I don't know <laughs> Yeah, I got to look. I mean, I'm on an island, so I don't know what, what isn't...
1: Well, is it on the same island as you? Is it's what on a asking. different island. Is it in a
2: different borough? Yeah, Jesus. I don't know. You're asking me questions I don't know how to answer.
1: <laughs> I did recognize that from the other end of it, because I'm sure it's more stressful for you trying to receive your packages and worrying that they will get you know lost or you won't get them or whatever. But it is also on my end when we send you packages it is stressful even just okay I've got to make sure it gets there right at this time so that Taylor can get it because there is that worry. what if you're not there
2: for clarification, it is just in Queens, but it is it is significantly far away from me
1: there you Wow go. Yeah, I, well, I wonder
2: I, I I don't know I just that when when, when Ab, Abby goes to the weird like North North brother's island or whatever mm-hmm. she's supposed to go to I, I I know that feeling like there's a lot of like as great as public transportation is in New York there's also just like great gaps in it where it's like there's no way to get there like <laughs> if this you, there's just not like you just live in a, a black hole of New York City there's not a train that goes there directly you have to take a train to a bus to another train and that's how you get there <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, I live off of two trains right now, and they both have been down for, like, a week. And it's just like, there's no, I don't leave, and no one can come here. I'm safe, but I'm also lonely. (laughs) It happens. Well, when will they be back up? Eventually. I don't know. I have to walk (laughs) all the way to the subway to see if the sign is still there that says, this isn't working. (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) There's got to be an
2: online thing. There was a great... This is, you know, I don't, I am, I am older than uh, the girls that are, the the ages they're representing the show, Mm -hmm. Uh, but um, for most of my life, I I lived off the L train and uh, it was like, I don't know, the the hipster train, it goes to Williamsburg and then, you know, beyond that, like Bushwick, there's like the, I'm using Quotey Fingers, cool areas to live for a lot of the early 2000s. Uh, And there was this website that emerged that was called, is the L train effed? And that's all it did. It just told you whether or not the L train was, was <laughs> effed or not. And it was so useful. Like, that was like when I was working in the city and living here. Like, I would just get up and look. And like, oh, do I need to walk to work across the Williamsburg Bridge? Or can I take the train? Just go to the website. Okay, I got to walk today.
1: <laughs> hey, there must be like a, a, a mass transit app that tells you that,
2: right? Yeah, but you can't trust those. You trust those, you show up, it's... Chain's still broken. Okay, <laughs> dude. Like as big as like I was like oh New York City baby like that, I think I think Broad City accurately represents the amount of like what is going on <laughs> that is New York City.
1: Can I that was say a very good episode? I the inclusion of um, Rachel Dratch. Yes. Oh yes. Uh, when she when the moment when <laughs> she dumps out the. Um, Guess how many are in this jar (laughs) full of candy so that she can recount them Mm -hmm. so that she can accurately and then add however many (laughs) Lana had eaten and all that. (laughs) That that moment really got me.
0: (laughs) That is exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say that Rachel Dratch being in that episode was just perfect because it was what Fred Armisen was in like Mm -hmm. the first episode or second, like one of the very first ones I turned on. baby man. Yeah. Yeah
2: yeah they have they have a lot of of celebrity- exp- uh appearances throughout it a lot of comedians which I really enjoy
0: can i ask uh. did I miss this or does it say their ages when it starts? I assumed they were like it, early to mid twenties but I didn't know if it actually said
2: uh so I believe that they're they were born in eighty eight so they were a little younger than me and this was twenty fourteen to twenty nineteen. So there's, Like they started like 26 I, I'm the one that went to art school You, you guys are both Okay good, yeah 26, that sounds good yeah. do, do a math, I'll draw a picture while you do a math
0: Hey, I can't do a math
2: For the reason I math. am
1: where I am right now I can't none, do a math None of us did math <laughs> I, I, I mean there's a lot of math and science But I'm not I can't do this today <laughs> I actually just can't do that one today
2: Sorry. That's, well, I, okay. So tw- 20, yeah, like mid 20s. Okay. That makes sense. And that, <laughs> that, was, that was the age that I was watching it at and it felt very accurate. I mean, and little details, like I forget what, what, a, what season I was watching, but there's one where like, oh God, there's just so much. I mean, <laughs> when they go, they go to like a sample sale at like a pop-up. And uh, and it's just like a madhouse, and like I've walked through so many of those in like Soho, where it's just like this beautiful void gallery space that some unknown label just pops up in, and everything. Mm-hmm. It's still more expensive than you should pay, but you're under the uh, opinion you're fed the idea that this is like so much cheaper because it's designer, and there's only mm-hmm. one article of each clothing, and no sizes, and it's just like the free for all. Because like that, you you you've lived in New York. A significant amount of time to understand what that that weird experience is of walking in and everybody's manic it's like I gotta get into this energy like somebody steals Abby's shirt because they're like oh it's a designer I was like no yeah. I just took that shirt off to put on a different shirt
1: I would find that uh, too stressful I couldn't handle that I...
2: yeah I, or, there's one where one of them gets a uh, uh, air conditioner Juice in their eye, drip, New York City drip in their eye and gets a horrible <laughs> uh-huh. eye infection. Like, that is a legitimate fear. Because especially in the summer when everybody's running their air, air conditioners, like, there's just drip from yeah. the buildings above you. And you, you just hope it's not full of whatever. Legionella. New, New York City juice. bleach. Yes, exactly. Legionella. That's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> It
0: feels like those pictures they would show or drawings, I guess they would show us in like history class in high school, like back in the many, many centuries ago when people would not have, you know, like plumbing or running water and they would just throw their buckets of waste out their balconies, like onto the dirt streets below. Like that <laughs> sounds like what you're saying. It's just like walking by. You don't want to catch any of like the, the things that might be falling from places above.
1: <laughs> Or, or like you know, the Woodstock '99 documentary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> have you not seen that yet, Tay? I, I mean, I've not, and I don't think you're selling it if 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 a significant part of it is about an uh, contagious like fecal diseases. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't. No, yeah. it is. Don't. Yeah. See, I, I don't. I don't want. I watch that. It was people see? that were there playing
0: in the. The mud Because it was in a You know Camp Festival ground So it was all grass uh-huh. But
2: no, it was uh-huh. in no, the I,
0: mud I, I, That was I around the, this, the, uh, I can finish
2: this I can finish this sentence facilities. In my head I don't want to know What that the, mud the was The plumbing was uh, Inadequate, <sighs> inadequate. <laughs> I, I, I I got there I don't I don't need to hear details
1: That documentary Somebody is wild Somebody got trench mouth <laughs> Trench mouth
0: Anyway Anyways Um
1: You should really watch that documentary, though.
2: Okay. Well, Broad City.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, but I know know what you mean, not that I've lived it and understand it, but in the way that, like, I feel like I can appreciate a show more when it doesn't make it seem like living somewhere like New York or any city or any other country is like this, like perfect. I mean, that's like what Friends does. I don't keep coming back to that, but it's like, look how great living in New York would be. They're so happy and pretty and, you know, they're just living these great lives with jobs and big apartments and like nothing goes wrong that's really that bad. I feel like I can always appreciate a show more when it's like, well, nowhere is perfect to live. Everywhere has some of its own problems, and this place has some unique problems.
2: Yeah, well, and that's like I think that you know the kind of person, especially the kind of young person, that would move to New York and like, like work a, you know, underpaying horrible job and live in, frankly, some of the places I've lived. And I think that I mean they live in pretty nice apartments. I will say that they do kind of fall into the sitcom mm-hmm. like these are nice apartments. They each have a roommate yeah and they are pretty normal size apartments but they're still nice Mm -hmm. I think they're believable if they were slightly more responsible than me I I was somehow less I have lived Sydney you've seen I have lived in worse places than that well perhaps but you know you really (laughs) you've really gotta be a little bit detached from reality to think, like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to... This is all fine. I'm going to get there. And, like, that's, I think, what I love about the characters is, like, I can la- look back and laugh, laugh at it now in myself. And even then, like, to be in those moments, you're kind of self-aware enough to be like, this is... I don't think a person's supposed to live like this. I don't think anyone's mm-hmm. supposed to do this. <laughs> like, you're aware of it. But that's what, like... It's not the myth. The the new myth of New York City that's so romantic. Yeah. I have no space for that anymore in my life I kind of hate that I love the truth of New York City I love that it's gross and most people that are trying to make it here are a little bit detached from reality and a little manic and a little I, I I don't know I I call myself like a a little crazy and I think that's fine I'm talking about myself but like that's okay to be like Mm -hmm. just you're a little a little Removed from reality. Mm-hmm. That is a more accurate representation of most people I know here, and I think that's maybe partially needed to stick it out and pursue something bigger than yourself. But I think that's just—I well, like that. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think that's nice in general, and I, I especially think it's nice. Um, especially, I mean, this wasn't that long ago, but every every year culturally of the last decade or so feels like we've grown. 50 years yeah. <laughs> compared mm-hmm. you know what I mean compared to previous previous decades um, but to see two uh, women characters presented that way is nice um, because it, it really is that was still a little early to get break away from the idea that your leading ladies in a TV show have to be well ladies <laughs> mm-hmm. in the sense that you know they can't be like gross or kind of have like character flaws or personality issues that would make them unlikable at times, which again, doesn't mean the characters are unlikable. It's just that male characters have always sort of been given that benefit. Mm -hmm. Like they can sometimes be jerks. They can sometimes be insensitive. They can sometimes be, I don't know, make dumb choices, but it's okay. They're redeemable and here are all their good qualities and it's okay. And often women characters aren't given that kind of like, as soon as they do something, that's reprehensible, they become, repre- they're the bad person, you know? And it's nice to see well-rounded female characters leading a show like that.
2: Yeah. I I agree. And, and it's not in a way, because I do hate the trend of, like, girl comedic movies having, like, a gross-out section to be like, look, it's yes. it's gross women being gross. That is not the case with Broad City. There are some gross segments, but you get that, like, and I mean, I think that comes from the the benefit of, like, Abby and Alana being real people who did live this life like they were young people in New York trying to make it that is where the web Mm -hmm. series came from that's where the show Mm -hmm. came from like they're gross moments because we're all gross sometimes doesn't matter what your gender is everybody's gross sometimes (laughs) and it it is it feels validating because it's just it's, it's definitely a thing that either they experienced or a friend experienced I mean I think this actually is a bit from one of their original web comics one where like one of them is dating somebody purely because they have a uh, washer dryer in their apartment. Like, there's just so <laughs> many, like, like, yeah, I know that's light. Like, his relationship's going nowhere, but, but they've got a washer dryer, and I don't wash my clothes. So, that seems like a good thing to have in my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. I went out on a second date with a guy because he made really good burgers. That's uh, fine. There you go. Yeah. No, I, I, I know what you're saying, and I, I agree. I get really frustrated when I see, like, we're trying to make this thing that is, it's like what guys do, but it's with women, and so women will like it, but we're going to use all the same jokes and humor and everything. It's just like guys, but they're girls, but you can like them because they're like guys, and I hate that sort of trope because it, it, like, completely ignores the fact that we can all be funny and and interesting and do things that people will like and laugh at and that doesn't have to look like, you know, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to throw shade at any specific sort of like classic guy movie, but I feel like there's this like kind of animal house on genre, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's great. And it's funny, but we can have movies that are funny that don't look that way. And it's the same with TV shows. Like girls can do things that are funny, but don't look exactly like guys and it's okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, then, and that's because I think a lot of those movies are still formulaic in every other way. They just include the gross-out humor. of like, this is revolutionary. Yes. I feel like Broad City was revolutionary in that it, it it's just you're forced to know these women in intimate ways mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people are still uncomfortable with women being vulnerable. As, as much as... We accept female vulnerability in so many ways that we wish they wouldn't. It's like, these are ways. No, 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 that's bad. Don't don't show a woman doing that. It's like, nope, you have to accept all 360 of both of these characters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also appreciate as a, a young woman in my 20s with other friends that are young women in their 20s, it, the way they interact with each other feels a lot more realistic than a lot of other shows that try to show like young, cool, female relationships and friendships where they're like you know, helping each other get ready and talking about boys. Like that's just not, that's not what actual real like complex friendships are like. And I am gross in front of my friends or weird (laughs) in front of my friends and like talk about very personal, like vulnerable things with my friends that we don't like to acknowledge that women are very open and vulnerable with each other and very honest with each other about all sorts of maybe uncomfortable things. Mm -hmm. Um, but I appreciated watching their friendship. It felt a lot more authentic. It feels like they're actually—I'm sure they are actually friends—and you can tell they are actually friends.
1: Hmm. Yeah. No, I think I, that's a really good point because um, for all the for all the conversation on friends, where you have women women talking about men, because mm-hmm. there are lots of them, yeah, and talking about their romantic lives and men, like all um, of them. Yeah, and it's nice to see that that's not like, I mean, it, it like occasionally, but that's not always a focus because in my adult life, I mean, obviously I'm married, but I do not have conversations with my female friends about romance or relationships or any of that. None of us do. We talk about a million other things. We don't talk about our relationships and that doesn't mean they're not important. It's just like we have all this other stuff we want to talk about
0: their lives are the the focus of the show and maybe Mm -hmm. relationships that might enter into that are like a subplot and something else that might happen but it doesn't become like the focus which i think is true for most people that doesn't become the focus of your life when you happen to be in a relationship or getting out of one or whatever it just is like something else that's a part of it And Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times we're going to just keep hating on friends. That's fine. Um, But but, like, that's what it is. Like their lives become about the person they're dating and then they have to date another one because that's how their character evolves is dating a new person. This is not that.
1: That's very true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it is about the friendship. The show is about the friendship between these two women and, how imperfect it is, how imperfect they both are. And even to the point where you might question, like, I don't think they're good influences on each other. Like, (laughs) I don't think they are, but it doesn't matter. Like I, you know, I feel like in today, especially like the like hyper wellness vibe of today Mm -hmm. of like, do what's right for you. Like that's a toxic person. Like that's most relationships are like, yeah, there's, you know, maybe they, they, when they give the speeches, to each other like what they should do with their lives as a viewer you're thinking like that's a bad idea this person is giving you bad advice and that's part of the mm-hmm. humor but it's also part of their friendship because that's what we all went through I mean, that's what I went through I don't know like mm-hmm. you know you need friends mm-hmm. that build you up and gas you up and believe in you no matter how absolutely wrong you are mm-hmm. and I like that it's that and it's not like there's no moment where there's like a, a need to step out of the narrative and be like, are these people really good friends to each other? Are they really helping each other? Like, it doesn't matter. They love each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the base point of the show. And that's not going to change. You know, that's yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. There's not going to be like a, a dramatic question of that relationship. However, sometimes codependent and, and destructive they are to each other, which they are. <laughs> and I love that. Like, our friendship is not going to be questioned. It's, it's the basis of the show. Yeah. We don't we don't get a lot. uh, Yeah. I mean, I think it's for me. I mean, that that's how like I mean, Haley and I are still good friends to this day, because we were both kind of at a period where it's like, we just need to figure out the I felt like it's the like the parameter of your identity. Like how far do you go Mm -hmm. in each direction to figure yourself out? And sometimes you go too far and like, oops, nope, not there. I don't go there you know mm-hmm. like you need someone that's that's there with you that isn't going to mm-hmm. judge you just kind of lets you do that while they do the same thing and that that's what yeah. uh, i think a, a a healthy friendship really is it's not judging whether or not this person is a good or a bad influence in your life it's just someone that just co-pilots your <laughs> your adventures
1: well and it's i think that it that's kind of cool because this is just my personal opinion i i'm not saying this is like great advice for everyone but um I think that you will find a lot of people who are, like, uh, pleasant and generally, like, well-informed about life and probably give good advice and are very practical and pragmatic and and, um, who you might have things in common with. But finding somebody that, like, you genuinely enjoy and care about and they reciprocate those emotions and will be there for you, that's kind of rare. And I think that there is such huge value in that and it, it like you said in, in a kind of a hyper wellness culture those that is not the value and i think that's personally i think we're placing the priority in the wrong place there are lots of places you can go for advice <laughs> there are lots of pla- there are lots of books you can read and people experts you can talk to to help you make good life decisions having somebody that like cares about you and that you care about that's you know that's not easy to find. you can't buy that,
2: and i I've had those moments with with like with with friends that I really love where I realize like, hey, you're you're kind of a bad guy in this situation. But you know what? I do not care because I'm with you and I've mm-hmm. got your back. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, and I you know that neither of you have seen to the end, but I don't think this is really a spoiler. Like the show ends with they're still friends. But Abby's gone off to seek a, a art, um, like a what is it, like a stay. What is it where you get to go someplace and make art, and they pay you to do it,
0: like a a residence? Yes,
2: that's the word. Okay. Uh, Abby, so Abby's left the city, and uh, and they're they're in separate places, but they're still friends. So it's like they both evolved, they both grew, but without demanding growth from each other. Which, once again, mm-hmm, I think yeah. that's what a real. I think it as goofy and as silly as the show is. I think it, it honestly does represent what like those years were for me, where it's just you, you just need someone that's just, yeah, just there. They put up with your antics, you put up with theirs, you take care of each other, but in this very non-judgmental way. And then because you gave each other that space, you get to where you need to go.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really glad that you suggested this because me I too. I really enjoyed what I've watched so far, and um, I'm just going to keep watching it. So don't I'm glad I'm glad you didn't tell me anything else. I was going to no. say don't tell me too much because I do want to. I know usually we spoil everything.
2: I'm going to keep watching it too. Well, and that's like the the relationships like the, there's so much. I, I I it's one of those where like literally every episode is just full of things that I could like that are accurate and I could relate to. But I mean overall, mm. I just. Just adore it. I I love that also it ended. I think that, like the fact that they had the awareness to say, it's going to end when we can't really relate to this anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, hey, we we stopped doing a show. (laughs) It didn't feel like a thing we could do anymore. I get that. We did
1: that. Yeah. 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 We evolved. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you both for checking it out.
1: Of course. Yeah. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad that you, I I should have watched it before. So I'm glad Mm -hmm. that you suggested it uh riley what's next
0: yes um so i know it's not quite spooky season yet. yes it is but it is i mean it always is in our hearts really it's a state of mind uh not a state of time but i've started back to school season which i think just ultimately just feels like fall got out the candles make it cold let's stop with the summer stuff that's the kind of mood i'm in um so i just recently watched the new scream movie that came out this year because um that's one of my favorite original horror series and they rebooted it it's just called screen i thought it, i looked it up to make sure i was telling you the right thing it's just screen but 2022 um all so right we could check that out and talk about it kind of kick off a little bit of the the fall season
1: i'm ready we got some pumpkin
0: oh good there you go yeah. nice
1: all right well we'll watch scream um in the meantime everybody you should um check out broad city it was where did i find it uh hulu where is know. it Hulu. Okay. No. I was going to say I just typed it into Apple TV and found it and I forgot what app it was on. Um yes, it's excellent. Check it out on Hulu. Uh you should go to Maximum Fun and check out all the great podcasts that you can listen to there. I was going to say watch, but you can't watch podcasts, so don't do that. No okay gonna make it
2: just watch Um, the little bar move across the the, (laughs) the, yeah it's (laughs) it's fine you
1: i mean you could
0: you can close your eyes and and listen to us talk and think about you know
2: imagine our faces based on our voices
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's not weird or anything No. No. (laughs) cooper listens to sawbones to go to sleep now anyway so oh my gosh (laughs) i know (laughs) It's cute, just, so she can hear you talk. That's actually adorable. Yeah, so can, I yeah. know she she wants to hear mommy talk
2: while she's falling asleep. Well, she gets that's to hear mommy talk about disturbing things. That's the best of both worlds. That's yep, true, there's
1: blood there's and blood. mommy. Yeah. Yikes. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, you can tweet at us at StillBuff. You can email us at StillBuffReadingAndMakingFun dot And thank you to the Novellas for a theme song, baby. Change your mind. This has
0: been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl.
1: I'm Sydney McElroy.
2: And I'm Taylor Smurl.
0: I am still buffering.
2: And I am am too.
1: too.
0: You did it, Syd. You made it. Good job. (laughs) job. (laughs) Thank
1: you. We did it through our first three places. Three Three places. places. Tri-state. Tri-state Tri- recording. Tri-state recording.
0: Tri- recording. New York, DC, yeah. Huntington. Well, two states in a district. Oh,
2: yeah. Two states in a district.
1: This week, the greatest discovery becomes Greatest Trek. That's because Greatest Trek is for way more than just discovery. We're the hit show on Maximum Fun that covers all the new Star Trek shows. Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds, Picard, Prodigy, Discovery, and any other Star Trek show Paramount throws at us. Come check it out for our funny and formative recaps of all the new stuff this Star Trek industrial complex churns out. It's in your podcatcher every Tuesday. Subscribe to Greatest Trek. It's a new Star Trek podcast from the makers of the Greatest Generation.